Hi, guys, and welcome back to Charger Overtime. I'm EJ Balancic, and I'm here with... Zach Fetro. You and Jansen. Austin Lemon. And we're going to be talking about a bunch of different things with fantasy football, starting off with the player we're most excited to see this year. Me, personally, I'm super excited to see how Jameis Winston does. Last year, he was super successful before he got injured. They were undefeated, and now he has... He has uh, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, and uh, Jarvis Landry, I yep, believe. Uh-huh. Three great three great um, receivers, and I think that he's going to be a great quarterback this year. Uh, I got to say the person I'm most excited about, I got him second round, is Mark Andrews. I thought that was a great tight end pick. I mean, people always wait too long to pick tight ends, and they get stuck with some mediocre tight end that doesn't produce any points. And I think once you get down into the playoffs of fantasy football, it really matters if you have a good tight end or not. I feel really confident in his ability to catch the ball and score in that dynamic offense they have in Baltimore. Yeah, I almost feel like you can think of Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey as a receiver. When they put up those big points, they're almost the wide receiver ones of their team. Absolutely. So they should be valued just as high as any wide receiver. I would honestly go as far to say that they are the wide receiver of their team. Yeah, especially Especially with Kelsey. Hollywood Brown's gone now, so Mark Andrews is the main guy right now. Uh, It's him or Bateman, and I like Andrews better than Bateman. Yep. All right, uh, my pick, you know, I, I want to say CMC, but I feel like CMC is going to, you know, he's going to be great regardless. It's a risky pick, though, you know, with the injuries. Yeah, it whatnot. is risky, but, you know, my player that I'm most excited to see is Justin Herbert, you know. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Great, two two great years in the league so far. You know, I think he comes back his third season. I think, I think he's ready to win an MVP. You know, he's got all the pieces around him. They've been drafting O-line. They have a good defense. You know, they have uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. And I, I think uh, not only is he going to have a great season in real life, I think he's going to produce a lot of fantasy points. I think yeah. It's a, I think it's a great upside yeah, pick. I like that. Um, for me, I'm going to go out of Denver. Cortland Sutton. I know they oh, have – yes. Yeah, I, I know they have Judy as well. But I, I personally, I like Sutton better. Um, this is his first year with a great QB because um, they had Drew Locke and he got traced. Now they have Russ. So I'm really excited – for what he's going to do, I think he's going to put up a lot of points. Um, he's a really good deep threat, so I, I like what he has to offer. Yeah, I personally think Judy's going to be better, but I think they're oh, yeah, as they're, close I mean, to, as close to equal close, as you yeah. can get. And I think that both of them have great upside. I think that Russell Wilson's going to be top six or seven this year at the QB position, and that should only make them reach their ceiling. Yeah, you know, I had Cortland Sutton multiple years in a row on my team, and he even produced pretty well with, with a mediocre quarterback, so you know. You put him with a good quarterback, and I think the sky's the limit for him. Yeah, I also I also want to say that I think that's an underrated stack of uh, Russ and Corlin Sutton and Russ and Jared Judy. So I think that's a late-round stack if you're looking for that, if you're Absolutely. a big stack guy. I mean, yeah, also, I mean, Russell Wilson's uh, not one of the, like, anymore. He's not in his prime, but he still is able to get out of the pocket and rush. And that in a, in a quarterback and fantasy is, like, inval- it's so valuable it's so like just guarantees he's going to get some kind of points, even if he can't yeah. throw. Like, for instance, Jalen Hurts last year, one of, like a great fantasy quarterback, but just because of his running game alone. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a, great, it's a great upside to have on a quarterback. Yeah, I definitely agree. Switching over to our waiver wire picks, um, uh, we'll start with EJ. Who do you, who's your waiver wire guy right now? Um, my waiver wire guy um, – one second. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, I'll go with mine. Yeah. Um, shout out Heritage Hall with mine, uh, Sterling Shepard. Um, right now he's projected uh, 9.1 points, um, and he is 
He's rostered right now in 1.3 of league, so um, he's definitely undervalued. He had a good season last year before he got hurt. He does. He is kind of injury prone, um, but I definitely like his upside. Um, they got a new offense coordinator over in New York. Um, Saquon's back. I think their offense will be a little bit better. Um, the only guy I think he has Tony to compete with, but uh, I definitely think he's an underrated guy. Um, yeah, I'll go next. Uh, my waiver wire pick right now, Damian Pierce out of the Houston Texans. Um, there is a lot of news surrounding the Texans' running back room saying that it's uh, not very good, and Damian Pierce is a third-round rookie drafted this past draft. And uh, I think he's starting to get picked up in a lot more uh, drafts throughout the year goes on, but you know, only averaging 7.9 points for week one currently. You know, I think he's a uh, – Available on a lot of the waivers, 50% to be exact. And, you know, I think he's going to produce if he uh, gains that RB1 spot in Houston. For me, it's got to be the receiver out of Arizona, A.J. Green. You know, with D-Hop out for the first six weeks, I think A.J. Green's a great deep threat for Arizona, for Kyler Murray to throw to. Uh, He's only rostered right now on 7.6% of fantasy rosters, so he's very available right now. And I just think that pick, I mean – it's a really good waiver pickup, and I think that could get you points later in the later in the weeks when you got guys with bye weeks. I like I like Carson Wentz this year. I know he hasn't been too good in the past two years, but I think Terry McLaurin, obviously a great receiver, and I think I think he can bring back his triumph with his first year with the Eagles with the with the with the Washington. I think he'll be able to. I mean, their team won't be the best, but for his value, I think he can put up more than people expect which is what you want out of a waiver guy. True, true. All right, let's move on to our biggest sleeper of the year. Um, I'll, I'll start. My biggest sleeper is going to have to be Allen Robinson. Uh, he didn't have a good year last year. You know, he was on the Bears. He might have been hurt for uh, a lot of the games. You know, he missed a couple because of injuries, but he might have been playing through an injury. This year he signed with the Rams, and we all know that Cooper Cup, you know, one of the greatest receiver years ever in fantasy last year. But I think now that the defenses have seen Cooper Cup, they know what to expect. They're going to send a lot of – or they're just going to guard him really heavily, and I think that will provide Allen Robinson a lot of space to get open. And being the wide receiver, too, in that offense currently, you know, I think he's going to feast. Yeah, I actually picked him up on my fantasy team because I I thought he was was so good on the Bears. And with Matthew Stafford as his quarterback, the sky's the limit for him. For me, my sleeper pick is going to have to be Chris Olave uh, out of New Orleans. You know, he had a very, very successful season with Ohio State last year. He's a rookie. Um, I think with Jameis Winston running that offense now, or, well, not yet, obviously, but when he comes back, I think that that'll be great, you know. Um, yeah, a lot of upside on the rookie receivers. I ha- yeah, I have a lot of – in all the Ohio State receivers, I actually am believing. And I also – I drafted Garrett Wilson on my team. I think that um, I think that him and the Jets are actually going to be pretty successful. I just have faith in all the, all, the Ohio State, all the Ohio State receivers that came in are all looking pretty good for me this year. But my, but my actual sleeper pick, I think, is going to be James Cook. He played – he was able to play running back and receiver in Georgia at such a high level – and with Josh Allen as his quarterback, I think he's going to be – he's not going to – I don't think he'll be the starter over Devin Singletary, but I think that his receiving value is going to be so good. And the fact that they'll be able to put him at receiver if they need to, and he can also come in on third downs and be a receiving back, 
I think he's going to be able to rack up a lot of points throughout the year. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with all of those. My guy is more of a well-known guy. Um, sticking kind of to the QB upgrade, I'm going to go with Juju. Um, out of Pittsburgh with Ben. Um, ran a pretty heavy offense like with a lot of receivers. Um, now kind of opens up, I think. Well, they do have Kelsey. He'll kind of be more of the wide receiver one role, if you don't count Kelsey, um, with a huge QB upgrade and still a good offense. Yeah, Mahomes is going to feed him, I think. Yeah, so I, I definitely like um, what he has is maybe a low-end wide receiver two, maybe flex, definitely a flex guy. So I like what he has. And he also dances on the half or uh, the 50-yard line. Yeah, I, I personally love Juju this year, and it's kind of the same reason that I think that with a great quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, if you're going to get fed the ball no matter how no matter how bad you are. I kind of think it's the same with – everybody says that the Packers wide receiver core is going to be bad this year, but with Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you can't be that bad. I think no matter sure. what, the, the ceiling is – or the, um, the floor is not very low with yeah. any receivers with a quarterback like that. Yeah, definitely agree. And lastly, we're going to talk about our biggest – People are the people that we think are going to bust. And so, me personally, I have no faith in Christian McCaffrey this year. Ooh. He's been hurt the past two years in a row. I don't see – every single year people think he's going to be good, and every single year he gets hurt. So, I personally don't see why people think this year is going to be any different. Yeah, you know, I see, I see where you're coming from, but I just think when, when, when CMC's healthy, you know – I mean, there's nothing you can do. Like, you can't not start that man. You know, he's the best in fantasy regardless. You can throw out JT, but, yeah, I can see with the injuries, like, why you'd say that. Yeah, but it does make sense, the ceiling. His ceiling is so high that it's – I guess it's kind of worth it to pick him because of just as a how high the ceiling could be. Um, my guy I'm going to go with is Derrick Henry. Um, just for his value, um, I think he's going to be a bust. Um, coming back from – uh, he, was it an ACL or Achilles? Um, it, was, it, was so, it, was, it was something to me. It, it, was, it was bad, though. Um, and running back, just just looking at history, he's getting pretty old. Um, and running backs, like, due to history, it's just, it's just tough to come back from. So I, I definitely think he's going to have a harder time um, with his ADP of being a mid to first round guy mid to upper first round guy so I definitely think he's not really worth drafting at that position you can get a better guy um, but I, I still definitely think he's going to be good but definitely for his ADP I think he's going to be a bust for me my bust is going to have to be I'm also going to go with a running back is Ezekiel Elliott um, I just I just really don't see the upside in that pick I mean last year he didn't produce many fantasy points either um, also same argument that Austin used running backs get old and they get fragile and you know, running backs don't usually have that long of that much longevity in the league. So, yeah. I think that he's not a great pick to have, and I just don't think he's going to produce very well. You also have to put Tony Pollard into the equation. Exactly. I mean, he yeah. was he was That's awesome. Exactly right. He yeah. was awesome last year. I would not be surprised to see him be the one this year. I, I agree. But at the same time, Zeke's never been the best. But I feel like in all of his years in fantasy, he's been right around the ten to fifteen range, which is yeah. not bad. Uh-huh. For so I, I, being a third round guy. Yeah, I mean that's not bad. Uh-huh. Well, or I'll, I'll, just give, I'll just give you guys a fancy tip. Uh, with your high-end running backs, definitely pick up your handcuffs. Just, just wanted to let you guys know. Uh, yeah, and then finally, my biggest bust of the season, I think it's going to be Debo Samuel. Switching like it up it. a bit with the receiver, but um, 
you know, their offensive coordinator, Mike McDaniel, he took a head coaching job at Miami, and I think that's a – he's a large reason why Debo was so successful last year, you know, playing running back and receiver for the 49ers. And I don't know if he's going to get those same touches as he did last year. So, you know, I don't think he's going to perform as well as he did last season. Yeah, I also am not too sure how, if he wants to be in that, in that running back like yeah, position as really much. That works either. And that's why how what got him so much of his points. So yeah, it's just so unpredictable. You know, yeah, he doesn't want to get injured at that running back position. He's He came to the NFL to be a receiver, so I definitely think that he wants to stay there and not mess with the running back position. Yep, that's all for today, folks. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time on Charger Overtime.